I know that you meant well, but look at me. I am not your little boy anymore. I'm, I'm all grown up with a family of my own. Mother, I know that moving in here wasn't going to be easy for you. I must admit I had my doubts. But, Mother, I really want this to work. I want it to work, too. But if it's going to work, Ma, we've all got to make some adjustments. Like what? Well, first of all, Harriet and I have got to be able to run our own house. You've got to retire from being in charge. You can be an advisor. Well, I'm a little old to make a career change, but I can try. Thank you, Mama. And you know, it would help if you told Edward that you were out of line about his curfew. Oh, I was not out of line about that. Now, speaking as your advisor, <laughs> if Eddie is to learn responsibility, you've got to trust him. Maybe you're right, Ma. I'll go talk to Edward. I love you, Ma. I love you too, dog. <laughs> My baby. Mother in law. Everybody to episode two of TGIF, two guys in fleece pants. Although today I'm actually wearing a fleece sweater. Um, I'm Justin, and I'm Jericho, and uh, this is the podcast where we review uh, popular uh, ABC TV comedy sitcoms from TGIF, the Friday night lineup from ABC's primetime slot on Fridays, um, also known as TGIF, uh, from the boom period between uh, like 1988 to, to 2000. So lots of stuff to cover, uh, Full House, Family Matters, Boy Meets World. Um, and for today's show, uh, we thought, you know, well, last week we reviewed the pilot episode of uh, Full House. Uh, we thought we'd go back to uh, another pilot uh, in Family Matters. Um, episode is entitled The Mama Who Came to Dinner, uh, original air date September 22nd, 1989. Um, just getting right into it, uh, we see <clears throat> an extended intro featuring, actually, you know what, um, let's just get into, you know, what were we doing at this, I don't know, Jericho, like, were you into Family Matters at this time, like, at nine, probably, back in 89? I probably only actually started watching maybe, like, three seasons in when, like, yeah, Urkel so. was there. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed without Urkel. Yeah, same deal here. I, I, I think it, it reached its height of popularity, and I think that's when I caught on to it, because... This was my first time catching this show, or, the, or sorry, this episode. Um, I had never seen it before, before we got on, before we checked it out right now. So um, we'll get right into it. Uh, again, with the intro, similar to Full House last week, that we saw an extended version um, featuring some little girl who was not Judy, who I feel as though that character has like flipped. I don't know, like I can't put my finger on it. Maybe 
three or four times that, char that character has flipped. It's uh, had a few iterations. Um, the very last one, like uh, the one that everyone remembers as Judy, she had like a, she was like on celebrity rehab. Was she really? Yeah, she was like a porn star and she was like what? addicted to like weed. I guess when she ever she went up to her room, what else could she do, right? <laughs> Before, I think she just became like a parody on the show I'm because going up to my room. Yeah, because they would just smoke some weed. They would just call her, like Carl or whoever, in the episode. They would just call her, and like, she's like oh, she's up in her room. That's what that's what they would say. She's up in her room. This was like episodes. I don't know. This was like way into the series, but anyways. So uh, getting into this episode. Um, first scene is we uh, we get Harriet and we get Carl, um, and they're basically uh, getting set to have Carl's mom live with them. Uh, you guys know you guys know know her as Grandma Winslow, um, but Carl is totally against the idea. And basically, uh, you know, they debate on who the real Grandma or Mama Winslow is. Our Carl argues, you know, it's. It's not the one that you see at Thanksgiving. It's the one that uh, you know tells him to go on a diet and things like that. Or one thing about when they introduce her, when she she shows up at the front door, I expected her to be like in a wheelchair, and then I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, was she ever in a wheelchair? And then I just remember, I just realized that uh, I was like, confusing her with that grandma and dinosaurs. They look exactly the same. Um, one thing to note, uh, Eddie, this is part of the, this will like kind of play out later on in the episode or a bit, uh, uh, takes up a bigger portion of the episode later on. Um, Eddie, uh, his storyline is he, um, wants to go to a party, um, at his friend's house or it's not even a party. It's just a bunch of guys sitting around watching TV as we find Which out. Which I would not call a party. Yeah. And he's like sucking up to his mom. He said, I'm going to wash your car. I'm going to do your laundry. Which is weird, like what what fifteen year old is doing their mom's laundry? It's fucking weird. Well, actually, there's a lot of things that kind of answer that. What kind of kid <laughs> yeah. would do that later on in the episode? Um, so yeah, uh, Mama Winslow arrives uh, with Rachel. It's our first time seeing Rachel. Um, uh, Harriet's Carl's, sister, right? Harriet's sister, yeah. Um, Carl's mom uh, meets the kids, talks to them. Eddie automatic just right away like he comes downstairs says hi to his grandma and within seconds already freaks out um, because Carl says that he's not going to go to that party that he had you know brought up later on or, or sorry earlier on. Um, we then cut to the kitchen where Eddie and Grandma Winslow are talking about his curfew, and she basically tells him that you know. You know, screw what your dad said. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address this whole situation at at dinner later on. So, kind of setting the table. No pun intended. Oh, and this this whole this whole time too, I always remember Eddie having like such a deep voice, and his voice was like two octaves higher. <laughs> and like as you pointed out, like really articulate. Like he was, he wasn't. Yeah, uh... it's funny because him and Laura kind of like shifted because, like Laura in this pilot episode was as urban as urban gets. <laughs> Noodle necking and... What was she? was like uh, telling her sister, that's because baby don't like you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? When did Laura ever talk like that? Yeah. Um, so, what are we doing here? Oh, um, so we then cut to the kitchen. We're, we're then back in the kitchen um, and we're, we're, we're with the ladies. So it's Rachel, Harriet, and Grandma Winslow and they're basically... 
talking about dinner and you know how long it's taking and I mean this is at, at this point I need to stop because it's at this point of the show where um, the audience the studio audience really started to bug me they Ooh. were laughing at fucking everything everything they were laughing at and I mean I mean at, at one point Rachel is ma- is like trying to feed her son Richie and she's making like incoherent noises like it's not even funny it's it's I'm not I don't even think they produced it I to try feeling, to be funny I got a feeling the guy who had his button on like the yeah. studio audience laughter fell asleep and just kept <laughs> dozing off and just the audience was on, was in stitches for everything and like for me it it took me out of the show for sure because I I, I couldn't concentrate anymore I, I just had this I, I just it, to me it almost became like a game like you know what what um, non funny thing are they going to say and the audience is just gonna start howling at it it was just I don't know it took me out of the show oh, but uh, another thing I noticed too is um, that. Uh, they were pretty clever not explaining that Carl is a cop. They yeah. just kind of implied because, like, most shows would be like, "Well, Carl, it's time to go to your job as a cop." But they're a little bit more subtle here because Carl, throughout this whole episode, is wearing his police academy sweater. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's a cop, or he's a huge fan of the movie franchise. <laughs> he just wants the world to know. Um, Mahoney. <laughs> At the end of that scene. Um, uh, Harriet, we find out that Harriet is growing a bit tired of Mama Winslow being there. She starts uh, insulting her food and things of that nature, what mother-in-laws do. Um, we then cut to Rachel's room, which I think this is a scene that really, really could have done without. I mean, it didn't really play as a big factor. Basically, Rachel, or sorry, Laura, comes into Rachel's room. Um, they talk about... Um, oh, and she's a writer. Rachel's she's a, a writer, writer supposedly. Yeah, so she's sitting at her typewriter and writing... Typing. Good and luck uh, typing away while your your baby's sleeping <laughs> yeah. in the same room. Laura basically asked Rachel if uh, Mama Winslow is going to get kicked out of the house. Um, Rachel responds with like a nothing response. It, it's again this scene was right, totally talking, well, how did get to how did get to her talk about her dead husband. Oh yes, yes, that's a good point. We we would uh, greeted or not greeted, but we're uh, Maybe find he, out about Rachel's dead husband. Yeah, like, and her uh, her son Richie is still pretty young. He's like an infant still. So maybe the father died during childbirth. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they try to make the connection. Between, yeah, it's kind of like a, a weird connection, like trying to connect the dots between my dead husband Robert and. Mama Winslow living there. I guess there's some yeah, adjusting period. I, I don't know. I still have connected. Yeah. Um, so then we reach the climax um, of the of the pilot. Basically, uh, we have the family sitting down, just oh, about yeah, ready to have dinner. Of climax. What's that? They're. Uh... Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then cut to the. Uh, we then cut to the kitchen. Family's about to have dinner, and. Um, uh, just as promised, Grandma Winslow um, starts asking Eddie about what he's doing tonight. He comes downstairs dressed all, you know, dressed nice. And <laughs> nice meaning he had a uh, t-shirt and a vest. 
And what do those? What do you call those like necklaces? Like it's not a necktie. Like something. It's just a string. Someone in Texas would wear. Yeah. I don't know, along with boots or I don't know what. Um, and yeah, so, so so Grandma Winslow starts probing and saying, you know, what are you doing tonight? And Eddie's like, well, I was supposed to go to a party, but Dad won't let me. Um, and then uh, I he wish says, they, I wish they showed how this party turned out. Because it really sounds like they were just going to sit on the sofa and watch. Yeah, because Eddie just says, yeah, it's just a bunch of guys. It's just a bunch of my boys watching TV until 2 a.m. If I was Carl, what are you doing? I'd be concerned. I'm like, <laughs> there's a party where he's like, uh, there's no girls or whatever. And then if I was Carl, I would just be like, really concerned. I'm like, okay, Eddie, so there's no girls. You're definitely not going. <laughs> you mean you're just sitting around the sofa with your male friends? You're definitely not going. <laughs> um, which I mean, and two a.m.—that's kind of late. I mean, and we we establish it. It's pretty. Set he's fifteen time years to, old, and it's pretty set time that you've set that you're going to sit and watch TV till two a.m. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's set it's the scheduled that, and he's fifteen years old. I mean, God, I don't, I don't, I wasn't asking my parents to stay out till two a.m. Um, when I was fifteen. That's for that's for sure. So I don't know. That's uh, I, I for me, two a.m. is a bit aggressive Eddie Winslow so just rein it in there a little bit um, again uh, Carl says no he's not going to go to the party Eddie freaks out and leaves the table um, and then we cut to the back porch is there anything else I'm leaving out for that for that table scene I kind of stopped taking notes after that <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking on you um, we then cut to the back porch and um, I mean this is really the end of the episode we cut to the back porch Mama Winslow and Carl are talking about the whole new um, living arrangement and um, you know how they got to make it work uh, complete with the sentimental music um, and um Eddie, oh, she convinces him, right, to let him go. No? Yeah, well, she, no, she, he says, he says, you need to let me run my house the way that I see the door, the way that Harriet and I see run the house, or, you know, and uh, she's just like, yeah, I'll just be more of an advisor. Um, Carl then, uh, we then cut to Eddie's room, which I guess is in the <laughs> attic. Which I guess is in the attic. Yeah, uh, Carl, so here's the scenery. He's a, he paint the scene, he's... This creepy 50-year-old kid is living in the attic. I mean, what he's saying, he has his binoculars on, and he's looking out the window, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't go in the other room. And then he switches windows. And so what is he watching? I guess he's watching some... Uh, he's peeping? Yeah, I'm assuming. What he's peeping on, I can't tell. This kid's fucking weird. It could be, uh, I don't know. It could be the neighbor's grandma. It could be... Weird. Even weirder. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, they uh, Eddie and Carl um, they they talk about the the party. Uh, Eddie or sorry, Carl then just says, you know what? I'm gonna make an exception. Yes, you can go. Um, plus, I'm gonna extend your curfew from now on going forward to 11 a uh, 11 p.m. So he's got an hour extension on his curfew. So you know, they and Eddie uh, tries to push his luck by asking for allowance uh, raise. <laughs> Which did you ever have allowance at 15? Um, you know what's funny? Because uh, my wife and I just talked about allowances the other day. I had an allowance when I was really young, but it was like yeah, two dollars. Like, yeah, like it wasn't very much at all. A week. So, yeah, but I would ask for a lump sum every January. I'm like, so can I get a lump sum? And my dad would be like, no. You're trying to pay the pay the, put a down payment <laughs> yeah. on what? Like your 
bicycle? Or? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, you get a dog. Which actually made a lot of sense because he's like, he, he would say like, it's the same as a paycheck. He's like, you can't get all your money at once. So you got to wait every week for that dollar or whatever. Wise man. Trying to yeah, teach you a lesson. Yeah. Trying to spread it out. Don't spend it all at once. Because if he gave you it all at once, you would have spent it all you at once. You think I learned my lesson, but no, I still ask my manager, can I get my salary in one lump sum <laughs> at the beginning of the year? And then, uh, and then I'm good. Um, where were we? Yeah, so uh, that's the end of the episode. And then, yeah, Carl goes downstairs and then they sing. They sing. Um, and I guess that must have been a, uh, a thing from these these ep- these 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 TV shows from from it, this time period. Yeah, because last I, week we went off the air with uh, the Flintstones. What the heck? I just realized that too. Yeah, and now we're going off the air with. Uh, he's got the whole wide world in his hands, and they're singing at the table, and that's kind of the outro that we see being played out in all the episodes. The generic that's heads it. bobbing out the window. Yeah, as yeah. The cameras panning, panning Chicago. But, okay, so this, uh, and that's this it. Is, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. This is my theory about the show. Why people even remember the series until Urkel came in. Because it's like, it seemed really, I don't know what the word is. Bland. I'm doing air quotes, urban. Yeah. And it wasn't doing it, because I don't think there was an audience that was watching it. Until they... <laughs> until they introduced... They threw a Steve Urkel, who was probably like, the least quote-unquote urban character on it. I, I agree. Um, this show, and maybe because looking back, I, I know the, 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 the impact that Urkel had on, on this series, but... This show needed Urkel or a character like that because, I mean, I enjoyed that Full House pilot. I did not enjoy this. This was painful. I, I, this show sucked for me. Yeah. This this pilot episode was no good for me. I um, Rachel. I have a note here, and we were talking about this as we were watching the episode, how hot Rachel was. Yeah. And specifically, <laughs> this episode came to mind. And we both knew exactly what we were talking about. That one episode where it was like, I think a Halloween party. Yeah. And Rachel was dressed up as Cleopatra. Yeah. It was a J.O. factor. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, so I... And I, I found that... It's funny because I found that Carl was... He's obviously the lead. And I, I found at, at points he was kind of the Urkel. Like, at the beginning, he was being super annoying to Harriet. Harriet was just, like, trying to do her thing. And he's being super, uh, you know, combative and... And trying to not get his mother to live. Like, he he was playing the role of, I found, in of Urkel in this episode. And um, I guess I mean, maybe it's four or five episodes in, they introduced the Urkel character. But, um, yeah, I, I can see why. Later episodes, he's, like, in his cop uniform, like, from, like, morning to, like, new, like evening. Yeah. Well, probably because, of, like, exactly what you said earlier, like, they never really established, they talk oh, about the wait, fact that he's he, a cop. Is he still in the police academy? <laughs> you mean at this point? Yeah. Oh, jeez, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he seems like pretty, ass, man. Yeah, and like totally not fit at all. Like, like what type of physical? Four is this year old man. So what type of physical? Yeah. Academy. I don't think he's been passing any physical. Oh, I just think it's maybe if we watched it from like episode one to like I don't know twenty. Yeah. Maybe he's gradually making it as a cop. I don't know. Yeah, but they never address it. But Harriet is supposedly a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. Yes. She was the uh, so elevator person. So Family Matters operator. is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then, isn't Larry? Wasn't Larry in an episode of Full House? He was like Rebecca's douche, douchey like cousin. Yeah. 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 But he wasn't Larry. I don't know. Maybe he was. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, you're right. You played some other character, but yeah, anyways, that's episode one. Um, this episode like said, it makes me want to watch Pretty Strangers now. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I, I've given my thoughts. I didn't really, um, uh, I, I liked the Full House episode a lot more than this one. Um, this one was a bit of a struggle. I think next time we, we, we look at a family or we review a Family Matters episode, we'll need to get some, we'll, we, we'll, we'll look at a, a one of Urkel. In it, um, this one was and, this one's well, hard. Do you remember Eddie's two friends, Waldo and then the other guy? Waldo and oh, jeez, I don't know. He looked, <laughs> he looked like uh, Michael Jackson in Thriller. Yeah. But then after he turns into a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, he was funny too, but I was more of a Waldo guy. Um, yeah. So I think so. That's uh, that's it for uh, for episode two. From us, um, I don't know what we're going to review next week. Um, uh, I'm not sure if we'll do a pilot again. Um, it depending on uh, we uh, we can do Boy Meets World. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned, and maybe you. <laughs> that, that's our cliffhanger until next week. Is there anything else you want to leave out? I no, know. I. Um, <laughs> I think it's the point where we just cut right to that outro music. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>